Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger, up and coming Georgia. And Anthony Malafronte, north of the Bay in Tampa. What's up, boys? Good to see you back again for another discussion of sports, talk, and real estate. Bill, how was your trip to San Diego? It was really good. Uh, great team building. Couple of days with the uh, rate agent team. 16, all 16 members of the team in one place at one time. Super fun. Um, axe throwing, I highly recommend. It was a ton of fun. I didn't. I wasn't that excited about that as a our getaway on a Friday afternoon, but we had a blast throwing axes, and uh, and and uh, played a little golf. So that was a blast. I played Steel Canyon uh, yesterday morning. Uh, the only negative of the trip was rolling into the rolling home at 1.30 in the morning, Monday morning, early, early Monday morning. It was a long, of delays. Traffic long delays couple or... of flights. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, that, that's the, the worst part, but had a great time. I think I showed you guys some pictures of three of my buddies from high school. We were in high school 42 years ago, 43 years ago. Wow. Um, so yeah. uh, a lot of fun. And I always do this. Um, I leave the airport when I'm headed, you know, to visit, I always go through some old neighborhoods. You know, this time it was Dwayne Flowery's house, a guy I hung out with as a senior in high school. Uh, the neighborhoods are older. They're, the houses are a little more run down, you know, and uh, it, was a, it was just a different place a long, long, long time ago. So we had a really, it was, it was a great weekend for me. But I, you know, Todd will go to you next, right? Um, because these two guys, had a, sounds like they had a hell of a time. Yeah, it's going to be a 20 minute uh, hard stop. <laughs> talking those boys yeah we'll put a so, we'll put a i'll stop watching at 20 that's good <laughs> no so i had a, a fantastic weekend um uh got out of uh got out of the coming jenny and i went to alpharetta and uh just hung out in downtown a little bit on friday um watched a ton of golf um all weekend long and um right before i i, I played in a sunday night which is not my favorite slot, but um, it is what it is. But Sunday night tennis league in the um, in the summer, and literally I was about five minutes uh, before I was going on, and I get a text from my daughter Kate, and she said, "Scott's gonna call you, my son, who's in the army, his first uh, calling privilege." So uh, luckily, my partner talked to the other guys and said, "Hey, you know, we we need 10, 15 minutes." Um, so I got to talk to the young man, um, totally, uh, totally made my day, weekend, month, uh, fill in any, uh, time frame. So he sounds great. Uh, it's a huge challenge. It's, it's kicking his butt, but, um, he's handling it and he's got his eye on, uh, you know, finishing boot camp and moving on. So just so cool to talk to him. Um, he had some free time. I think they give him an hour of cell phone time, right? after being deprived since June 29th. I don't think he's picked up his cell phone since then. So he sent me a text. He's like, I'm listening to Bob Marley right now. And I've never been so happy in my life. He's like, the mental stimulation is awesome. So super, uh, super cool to talk to him. Um, and uh, again, watched a lot of sports, played some tennis. It was, it was a great weekend. So um, all right, Bill, uh, you and I can go take a potty break. Yeah, I'll, and, be, I'll uh, be back in a little bit. 15 so. minutes, we'll be back. Uh, okay. Mal, how was your weekend? I had a lovely weekend. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Very active Don? real estate day yesterday. I, I, I witnessed it, yes. 
showed showed some uh, no, water. We had, we had a very nice weekend, as you know. Carp was in town. We uh, did a little reconnaissance on Thursday around the area. Saw a couple of uh, breweries. Uh, <laughs> met uh, Amy and uh, and Adam Carroll. Uh, at a couple of uh, actually, what we went to three pubs, didn't we? Yes. Uh, in, in and I had some pizza. They're a lot of Wonderful. fun, right? Those two that was great. so enjoyable. Yeah. They're such nice people. Yep. Uh, and they're Long Islanders, so you know you, you got a connection. Yeah. And and Connecticut, they got a little Connecticut yeah. going on there too. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, then we played we played golf with uh, the the esteemed Joe Carney on uh, on Friday. Played again on Saturday at Dunedin. Little Donald Ross. It's pretty wet though, especially the back nine. Mm. It's quite a walk. And then again yesterday. And uh, it was it was good having carp around. Carp is a in-law savant. Oh, he did he take care of your mother-in-law? You you called it though. Oh, Come on, you Bill, called it, Bill. There's stuff I can tell you on the podcast, and there's stuff I'll just have to wait for the fourth fairway. <laughs> my just the short version. My in-laws live in Weathersfield. They've lived there their whole life. Carp. Nana lived in Weathersfield. He remembered, I, I was like blown away. I'm sitting around that, my, my new kitchen and I'm listening. My mother-in-law is just, she's wilting at the knees. She's in love with this man. Right? <laughs> he knew streets, he knew names, he knew the people, the, the butcher shop, the, the, he, he had them all. It was unbelievable. Right? And then when he, what he didn't know, he was texting his mother in Montana, getting the names and the, the birth dates and all this. It was, it was brilliant, brilliant, right? He absolutely loved, uh, I should say, my in-laws absolutely adored him, right? And I think they're a little stunned that their son-in-law has such a nice guy for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking... So like much like Todd has disappeared and is coming back in a few minutes. You did you did the same thing. You could just kind of if you just slipped away, no one would have noticed. Oh, it's like I didn't even exist. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> and then we, we, we went we, to the we Irish Rose Pub with with my in laws on that was what Saturday night, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the most well behaved they've been at a restaurant in. 25 years. Are they still in the house right now? They are. They are. <laughs> yes, they you, better are. Be, you better be really quiet. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it, I agree. it was a great weekend having Carp around. He's welcome back anytime, brother. You know that. <laughs> Mal was a great host, you know, for someone that didn't grow up in the Tampa area. He, he sure does know it and, and, and sells it the way, not just a realtor would, but, but the way a, a proud resident would. We drove around Bill and we looked at Everything from Oldsmar through West Chase up to Carrollwood, down through Seminole Heights, down to the Armature Works uh, <laughs> building. There we saw that the Hillsborough River, where the parade route was for both the the uh, the Bucks and the the Lightning. We went through downtown Tampa. We we saw um, we saw where Colin lived. We we then took the 275. I think it's called the the uh, Gandy Bridge on the way over and the. Uh, Howard Franklin on the way back. Oh, you took the Gandhi yeah. over. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. And um, and just saw some cool parts of the city. Then we got down into your neck of the woods, Bill. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of knew where your old Fidelity National Title Office was. And 
I said, oh, that's the McDonald's. We stopped and got breakfast on the way to the golf, you know, a yes, couple it, years ago. Yes, 38th and 4th. I knew you knew, yep. you knew that. Yep. Yep. And then uh, we, we, we made our way to Green Bench, uh, started with a nice cold beer. Then we went, walked next door to Mercado for uh Did you have tamales? We got some, no, we got uh, chimichangas. Oh, okay. I uh, thought, remember, that's where we had your first tamale, your very first tamale ever. Yep. And then we walked up, uh, then we went up the, the beach mm. through Indian Rocks and uh, you know, all those Reddington shores and just saw some beautiful areas, met Amy, uh, played golf, Bill, um, Mal played great the first two days and really brought it back strong at the end. I, I think the one thing we probably got to get on the, on the recording, um, Mal, you want to do a play by play on, on the, uh, not the amen corner of West your chase, but the, you can say it. Oh, your, your mother's, your mother's ass. ass. Yeah. Well, I made corner. Yeah. Ten, played it like, he played it like it wasn't hard. Well, which one did you birdie? Ten. He, birdied ten. I, I, he wasn't on the list. Did you not play in the skins game for the birdies? It, it got cut. Oh, it got okay. cut. I, I looked for your name. I, I, I didn't I remember seeing it. Yeah. But yeah, Carney Carney paid for me. Uh, ah. He put me in because I I just checked in as you. Oh, um, so I think they Anthony, gave it to Carney. Anthony paid for you. Yeah. Yeah. They gave Anthony they gave they gave Carney's name was down as a birdie. Bill, on on number ten, Bill. Yeah. He drives the ball. On number ten, he drives it almost in the in the quagmire to the left, right. short of the trap. What'd you hit? You hit a three wood, five wood. Three wood just just held off yeah. on it, and it just it, yeah. it didn't it it stayed on a straight line. It just almost went yeah, in, but it, it was can, wet and it, it was, bounces it left. It's, it's it's six a, iron, yeah. and then a little wedge to uh, about six feet below the hole. Wow! And Bill, this and is coming off coming off color? a forty-seven. On the front. Yeah, I know, so. I, I know, I saw that. What color is the pin? Uh, it was yellow, very red. White. Oh, no, white. That, that's right. Right in the middle. That's right. Okay. Number eleven was red. Oh, Correct. that's not good. <laughs> and Bill, we played eleven from hundred and seventy yards. Holy shit! I hate yeah. that hole. I'm sure they they all told you about it, Sean. Well, Bill yeah, struggles well, on this eleven, hole and Carney was pissed that when we came around the corner on three, and the tees were way back. It was like one eighty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ow. But he yeah. Hit, he probably hit a three wood right on the green. Uh, yes, it did. and then over the green because it was firm, yeah. and and then got mad that it didn't he gets hold mad on the that his three so. wood doesn't check up. Yeah, I, I've heard it yeah. a million times. So. Well, it was fun. I you know I started par par par, and then bogeyed eighteen with a three putt, and then shot forty seven, then and then shot one under on the last five holes I played. So that's beautiful. What a great yeah. finish. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Very fun. So great time, Mal. You're a great host, and uh, showed me around, and just we had you know we. We took it easy. His his kitchen, guys, is everything you've seen. It's so nice, and uh, got to meet the famous Lydia. Yep. And uh, I saw your mask. She gave you a special mask. Give me a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, She's so, never given me one ever. No. I've never given. I didn't give you a Grateful Dead mask. No, you, you and you're doing the right thing, Anthony. <laughs> well, I would just find a deadhead to give it to, but you know. I would pass it along to someone who would absolutely appreciate it. So yeah. Yeah. The dancing bears. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's still neatly folded. And <laughs> I didn't think you'd want it. I tried, Todd needs tried to find Barbara Streisand. Uh, if Lydia, Lydia, I'll send her the fabric. Or <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's talk a little sports. Let's bring Todd back into it. Uh, we had the open championship back after a two-year hiatus um shane lowry got to have the title champion golfer of the year for two years uh well almost two years um 
pretty look i'll, I'll say st george it was a good host it was the weather was kind of perfect you know for for british open very very um forgettable golf course i don't think i could tell you other than 16 is a par three uh and 18 you know has the big wraparound stands I, there's there wasn't any really memorable holes wow and the, and the fact that it was, you know the low scoring perfect conditions for golf um but a young colin morikawa 24 year old colin morikawa wins his second major um holds off justin's or jordan spieth uh louis oosthuizen brooks kepka and john rom uh, among the the top finishers um Todd, start with you because I think you probably watched the most of it. Bill, you watched the least of it. Yeah. Uh, just your overall thoughts on on the champion and the the last of seven majors that we got to see in the last uh, eleven months. Yeah. So um, I hope to follow your questions. Um, what you're asking. So um, seven part five. That was a huge swing hole, right? Um, that was a part five. Uh, I, I remember that one. I kind of feel what you're saying about not a memorable course, but it just reinforced how much I love the, the open championship. Right. Um, they asked Dustin Johnson, what did you call it growing up? And he said, the British open, what do you call it now? The open championship. They ask him why he's like, cause that's the name of the championship. Right. Never got a big laugh. It's just a special tournament. And uh, what is it like about 10 courses they rotate? every uh every you know a couple of years um love it love it love it so uh morikawa won it dude i he he went out and won it and uh he's the first guy to ever win um what the pga in the open in his inaugural start just in um he's a five-time pga tour winner at the age of 24 um just hats off to him he he went out and got it and he did not waver. He did not falter. He was steady the whole, you know, last 12, 13 holes once he grabbed the lead. Um, Spieth was amazing. He's back. Um, I was rooting for him. Um, I think he lost it on Saturday when on 17 and 18, he hit it in a one position, both holes and bogeyed both holes. And I think that was the difference. Um, he started Sunday out at plus two after six, but the first six holes are, the tough holes on that course. So, um, but he rebounded and went six, seven under in the next 10 holes. I mean, hats off to him. Um, but what a, what a fun tournament. Uh, Louis had a great Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Just unfortunately it's tough to put four good rounds together. So he unfortunately had a Sunday, right? So, but yeah, fantastic tournament. Um, enjoyed it. And the open championship is, you know, it's, it's, it's up there. It, it's, I mean, they, they, they're called majors for a reason. It's just so fun to watch. So great week. Mal, your thoughts, anything on the, on the tournament? You know, Morikawa is a very impressive young man, isn't he? Uh, not just his golf, but just his overall comportment and demeanor. Uh, yep. But I, I, I started looking at some, some stats and Louis Oosthuizen, he's, five strokes away from being from having six majors wow. and and uh um jordan spieth is five or six strokes away from having four more um and i guess it, it that that one may be a little off but he he's second or third uh, uh, at least three times and count the masters a couple of years ago when he completely 
fouled up number 12. I mean, he's talking probably an hour and a half of his life that if he had kept concentration and played well, he'd have three or four more majors. So I guess I was, I started thinking about it and I'll ask you guys, is Louis Oosthuizen just not cut out? Is he not a closer? I mean, he plays well with the lead until he's the third round and then he doesn't. Are major champions, are they the ones that have more than a couple? Are they closers and are Justin Tom, just, uh, excuse me, Jordan Spieth and, uh, and Oosthuizen just not cut out to do it? Well, Spieth has three, right? Ustazen um, is one. I'd compare Louis to Phil. I mean, Phil's got, um, you know, five, five or six, but I mean, second and thirds, uh, no one, no one compares to Phil. And I heard a story, uh, Sean, I thought, yeah, I was just, Jack, I had thought 19. Jack had so many second and thirds. It was insane. Right. And uh, Bill, to argue for Tiger, he didn't have that many because he actually won all those, all those majors. Right. So um, only one guy can win. I've said it before, no shame uh, in building a nice resume of at least having one major, maybe two or three and a bunch of second and thirds. Um, but yeah, just unbelievable. Bill, what little you watched, did anything stand out at that year? Did, no, I think did you I watch any you. highlights or anything? I agree with you on the course. In fact, the, the, the buddy I was staying with over the weekend said, I was, he was like, actually I'm almost struggling to watch it because you just, it just all looked the same, you know, and it, so it had a, it did have a weird look and a feel. Um, but no, and it's funny, the way I found out the winner was on the golf course, um, a guy that we didn't know that well in the foursome just blurted it out. <laughs> and my buddy was not happy because he was going to go home and watch the final round, at least the last couple hours. <laughs> and when you know who won, it's just quite different. Right. Um, yeah. But it was at that point, I instantly pulled my phone out and to see the speed, you know, hung around and got to second was great. So he's, man, he's, um, he's right there. I think of all the things I take away from that is, is, is that uh, McElroy's still struggling quite a bit in those events. Yeah. And, and Jordan's going the other direction for those two guys who were the heir apparents, you know, over that time frame from 2010 to 2015. Um, you know, one's, one's still struggling and one's really come back pretty strong. So that's, that was, my biggest takeaway yeah, from a leader. I think it's been pretty, go ahead, Todd. I'm sorry, I'll let you go. But Morikawa, um, he got, I want to see got a lot of breaks, but there's so many shots where it could have kicked left or kicked right and made it a mm-hmm. different story. But yeah. he was so composed. I was so impressed with a 24-year-old kid. Um, I was impressed with speed for battling, and but Morikawa just did not blink. I kept thinking to myself, he's going to blink. He's 24 something's going to happen where he's going to, there's going to be an instant accident. Something's going to happen. And uh, he didn't. So gosh, he's, he was amazing. You know, I saw it with Jordan. Then Kobe got the next Jordan label, right? They they wanted to have a bunch of people like, you know, um, like Gary minor, you know, they, they, everyone's like the baby Jordan. And And then, so clearly there was no, other Kobe. Then LeBron has been his own person. There's really no one that's really been that next person that's going to be next. We had Jack, then we had Tiger, and everybody wanted to have that next Tiger. Like, who's the next Tiger? Who's the next Tiger? Phil was never the next Tiger. He was because he was a contemporary. He was Arnie. He was Yeah. Arnie. And then we, you know, segueing between Jack and, and, and Tiger, you had Freddie and Davis and, you know, some of those people, but no one really took it and ran with it. And 
you know, then we thought Jordan, we thought Rory, we thought, you know, JT is going to come up and, and what about Brooks? And he's just a horses for courses guy. And, you know, look, I won't use the pump the brakes with Morikawa, but he, <laughs> he's won two, which is awesome. Brooks has won four, you know, Jordan, everyone was that on Jordan when he won three really quick and he's stuck at three. Um, JT just has one. Ricky has none. There's some really good golfers out there, guys. We're in a good spot right now as far as, you know, just the number of players. And then we also have Victor Hovland and Matt Wolf and, and Scotty Scheffler who hadn't even won a tournament yet, but we all look at him as like a, a top pick on our draft board, right? You got DeChambeau, you got, uh, you know, DJ and, and it's, it's just kind of neat to see where the game of golf is. And, and, oh, and by the way, there's, there's Sam Ryder and there's these other names that we don't really hear a lot of that. I think a lot of the players are like, you know, golf's in a good spot. I do want to talk about one thing though. Um, your thoughts on Bryson DeChambeau just absolutely just destroying his his sponsor and then backtracking. And then I loved what what Brooks uh, you know started his press conference and says, I just want to let you, everybody know I love my driver. Um, after he hit what now four out of 14 fairways that day, but he still well, had 14 get... fairways, but I love my driver. <laughs> any, any thoughts? Yeah, Bryce Bryson needs a filter. Um, he he at in Detroit. He's Rocket Mortgage is his main sponsor, and he skipped the press conference. Right? Right. Can't do. Can't do that. And you can't call out your driver. Is it uh, King Cobra? Sean, help me out. Who's it? Cobra um, driver. Yes. Yeah, Cobra driver. You can't say they're not. It's just. I don't know. His bank account's too rich, right? If he was poor, There's no. He would know what there to isn't say. an equipment company that spends more time with a player than Cobra yeah. has spent with Bryson DeChambeau building his and clubs. And the response was epic. They're like, they were do great. we love this guy, but we cater to him, we kowtow to him. He just, he, he needs a PR guy to help him out because um, I love guys that speak their mind, but he blew it. Two, two yeah. sponsor yeah. tournaments in a row, he fucking blew it. Pardon my French. So, yeah, bad, bad, bad. Bill, any thoughts? Nah, nah. Right. <laughs> it's Bryson. Uh, listen, he's gonna nope, do a lot. Nope. He'll do Bryson, me and Bryson. He'll be he'll <laughs> do a lot more than no, that. No, no majors for seven months. Mm. Oh. Mm. So no bad. We got the Olympics coming up, which but will we be had fun six. to watch. Didn't we have six in like fifteen months or something? Seven. Seven. <laughs> wow. Seven awesome. since last September. That's awesome. Right, because remember it was it was um, the U.S. Open and the PGA, then the um, then the Masters late, and then the Masters again. Um, the Olympics comes up, and then we got the Ryder Cup, guys, that we'll start looking forward to. Got another uh, probably the next few weeks, I think. Stricker's going to have to pick his team, um, and obviously, two of the guys on that team are going to be Kepka and DeChambeau. And so, I think Spieth will make it. I think Spieth will make it. How they manage that will be uh, very, very interesting. So, uh, guys, we recorded last week. Um, I believe during the all-star game or no, during the home run derby, uh, the all-star game was the next day. Um, major league baseball starts its second half. Uh, guys, your Tampa Bay Rays just half a game out as we speak right now. Although, uh, Boston was up 11, 11, nothing after the first or second inning. Mm. Um, so that'll, that'll probably be a one game back Boston white Sox and Houston lead your AL divisions and the Mets Milwaukee Brewers and San Francisco Giants lead the uh, senior circuit. 
Uh, Todd, your guys are only four games back in Atlanta. So they got to kind of make some action happen, especially in their head to heads against the Mets and the uh, Nationals, right? Or not the Nationals. Yeah, four- the, uh, uh, who's in, who's in second in that? Uh, Mets, Phillies, Nationals. Phillies, Phillies. Yeah, Phillies. Yeah, just the Braves, just so many injuries, right? No excuses, but um, they got Jock Peterson. Um, they got a veteran catcher, Bill. Help me out. I can't remember who they got, but they're, they're spit band-aid um, tape. They're trying to put a squad together. Oh, yeah, they uh, got Jonathan LaCroix. I picked him up for my fantasy team because I have <laughs> – Darno and the Wilson big uh, Darno Darno's coming back hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big concern about the Braves their bullpen. So uh, Mal and 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 Bill know this. Atlanta scored twenty runs in three games against the Rays, and they yeah. only won. And they only won <laughs> twenty runs in three games. They won one game. So it's. Tough sledding. I mean, I, I'm I'm a, a incurable optimist. Um, only four games back, but I'm just like, how are they going to do it? I, I I just don't see the winning formula. But hey, we'll see. We'll keep plugging away. It it was fun being in San Diego. There are there is a ton of yellow and brown being worn uh, with that young team, and as exciting as they are to watch, uh, it was it was cool. In fact, we were at a a dinner and, and having drinks afterwards when um, when they won 24 to eight <laughs> over, hmm. over the Nats. And I, my line was, damn it. I laid 16 and a half, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so Bill, I shared with you the Freddie Freeman, Charlie Freeman, Tati story last week, right? Yes. Uh, so tonight uh, Braves are playing the Padres and it's a rain delay. And, uh, one of the frequent Braves uh, Twitter girls who follows baseball said it was uh, it's a Tatis Charlie Freeman play date tonight, which oh is boy. pretty fun. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, by the way, the Rays are down six, nothing to the Orioles, which sucks. It's of course Braves, Braves can't beat you, but you'll lose the Orioles. So yeah, yeah exactly. That, yeah. Like, yeah, that the old saying, it's baseball. You 60, it's baseball. you lose, you lose 60. It's what you do in the other 42. This is one of those you lose 60 when you lose to the, yeah, and Orioles. So uh, yeah, baseball's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Mal, speaking of the Rays, you've got a fun, uh, fun afternoon coming up here. Is it next week with your boys? Yeah, the Yankees and the Rays. Uh, myself and Greg, Dylan, and Colin are going to a baseball game. Where'd you? Where are your seats? Uh, you know, they were a gift for Father's Day. I'm nice. told I have an aisle. That's all I know. I think Perfect. it's kind of like behind the plate a little bit. Nice. I got to have an uh, aisle, dude. I have to have an yes. aisle. Aisles are mandatory. <laughs> Unless it's during the pandemic and no one's there. Right. <laughs> you don't mind the middle. Or a Rays home game. Oh, Either stop or. it. Stop it, you. <laughs> that was easy. That was easy. The that Yankees easy. are going to be there. Anthony, you're going to have a lot of people there. They're all going to be Yankee it'll, fans. It'll, it'll be, be fun. fun. It'll be the first time that all four of us have been to a to a baseball game together in quite some time. So it'll be It'll be a blast. Did you brainwash all three of those boys into Yankeedom? Um, I didn't have to. It just, it happened. I threw osmosis in my family. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You really, I mean, when we were growing up, there was literally in the evenings during baseball season, there was Jeopardy, the news or the Yankee game. That's really all that was ever on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, So Greg is probably more of a Tampa Bay fan, though he's very much like you. 
he will he will root for the team in the city that he lives in. The older, uh, the older, smarter one. Yes. Not like yes. me. Oh, that's awesome. I like thank thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> but uh, regardless who we root for, and I told you the story why I went to the baseball game with Dylan, uh, Yankee Rays game for his first beer, his first legal beer. And I had my Yankee hat on when the Yankees were batting, and I had my Rays hat on, the, the hat that Bill has on. Uh, when when the, the, the Rays came up, there was a guy, a gentleman sitting a couple of, uh, one row in front of us, and just one seat to the left. And Dylan, the golf pro, you got to stop doing that. That's not the guy's going to kill us. The fourth or fifth inning, somebody comes walking down. I will get two beers, and they're going to card Dylan. I said, you should card him because it's his birthday. You know, you never know. So they carded him. So now a few people around us know it's his birthday. The next inning or the inning after that, the guy who keeps staring back at us gets up and he's got a Yankee hat on. He gets up and he goes to get to whatever he's going to do. He comes back and he hands Dylan a beer. He has four beers. He hands Dylan a beer and says, happy birthday. Hands his, the person he was with the beer, happy birthday, hands me a beer and then goes in his back pocket and pulls out a Ray's hat. He bought four beers and a Ray's hat. And he said, I've been living in Tampa for the last five or six years, the guy's name was Vin from Sarasota, right? He goes, why can't I root for two teams? This is the best thing I ever saw. So, <laughs> it was awesome. That's awesome. great. That's great. So hot stove or uh, baseball, you know, little attention, you know, without much else on the, on the radar, going to start getting some OTAs, uh, you know, some, some, we got SEC media days happening this week, Todd. Um, but little attention on baseball, uh, kind of flipping the channels, you know, easy to kind of stop on a game and, and just listen to the chatter for a little bit. Um, tomorrow night, we got game six of the NBA. Boy, the NBA is dragging this, this uh, playoffs out, aren't they? Um, super hard to watch, but um, we finally had a, a team win on the other team's floor. Um, Bill, I know you might have had your eye on that one because you're kind of watching Phoenix maybe winning their first championship. Yeah, they had that uh, game. They, first... they had that game won and uh, yeah. let it slip out of their hands. So. We'll yeah, see. Todd talked about Morikawa winning it. Uh, the the yeah. Suns lost that game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. You never know, right? That it'd be great if they could have a game seven, at least uh, even, even the non fans or the non interested people. Sure. Like, I, look, I've said it before, I'd watch the Tiddlywinks World Championships if it was game seven, right? So it doesn't matter. Um, so hopefully they can, they can extend. Yep. Todd, any thought? Have you been watching any of the series? I'm just keeping up, uh, just casually follow, following. So, um, yeah, so Chris Paul is in danger. Help me out. Uh, losing for the fourth time. He's been up 2-0 and, and being reverse swept. So, um, Wow, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Blake Griffin has three times. Um, so he'd, he'd break the record. So, um, hey, I, I'm a Hawks fan bandwagon since they were doing well. Um, so I will continue that theme. I'd love a game seven, right? Let's just, let's get, get, get excited and watch game seven. I would say three, those three times that Blake Griffin got swept was with Chris Paul at the Clippers. I think you're correct. <laughs> exactly yeah. I think right. I the same story. Yeah. <laughs> yep. One on his own somewhere. <laughs> True. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. So we'll see tomorrow night, game six. Uh, and then I believe what, then game seven will be probably Friday or Saturday. I think it's, um, Thursday, I think it's Friday. Friday. No, I think it's Friday. They pushed it. I think they pushed it to Friday. Give them a two days okay. off again. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're stretching this out. Aren't they? Wow. Yeah, you, gotta sure. let, you gotta let the old guys rest, you know, CP know, needs yeah. all that. 
Um, <laughs> Olympics, you know, it seems like all the Olympic stories you're hearing right now are, are either uh, COVID positives or, you know, uh, how about issues? no audience, no audience at any event. Hate it. There are no Hate audience it. anywhere. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. Going to be, going to be Brilliant. weird thinking that, you know, to think that the money they spent on the arenas and the facilities and they could literally just play them like you know, on a playground, um, you know, um, well, this without- is supposed to be 2020 so is a year removed and we're still not having fans. Well, yeah, they could have done this last year. It's what you're thinking, right? Right. That's Without what I'm saying. Fans, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Right. It's just been the same thing. You, you'd quarantine all uh, the players and then, or, you know, all the athletes, and then you would just have the event. They're doing it a year later without really having to wait the whole year. But the opening yeah. ceremony with no fans is going to be a trip. I will watch that because what is it going to look like with an empty stadium? Do they do something uh, to cover those seats or do I imagine they could do something to, you know, yeah, or it seems like maybe they should put some of the countries up in the stands because they they can be socially distanced. You know, they walk in and then go up into oh, a they're, section. They're they've all been they've all been tested daily, so they're okay. They'll they'll let them they'll let them hang out. But I just I just hate for the Olympians that are doing the opening ceremonies and performing without fans. Right, that's that's yeah, who you. That's kind of weird. It kind of stinks, right? But yeah. hey, this what it is so. But the gold yeah. medal's still the same, so they can get it. So, right, right. What do you guys think of the cardboard beds? I saw that today. <laughs> wow. Oh, that was good. Yep, I saw that. I don't know. Are they made by IKEA? Or <laughs> they're cardboard beds. Well, IKEA's so have no carnal knowledge. IKEA's what Swedish? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Anything else, guys? Uh, uh, football, NCAA. Anything else you're seeing out there in the world of sports? You want to? Drop on. Other than that, it's a pretty pretty light week. So media days in the SEC today. Uh, preseason football in two weeks. NFL. So um, at least it's something to watch. Uh, so uh, again, Gold Cup in soccer. It's the uh, the tournament's going on. USA plays Saturday. They need to win something. They miss the Olympics. They miss the World Cup. Let's hope they can win the uh, Gold Cup. So. Very good. Three NFL teams started their uh, uh, their uh, uh, training camps this week, and the remaining start the next week to ten days. And Tampa Bay started this week. Started today, actually. Yeah. Tampa Bay, you mean? Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Yeah. yeah. Gonna be gonna be fun to watch. I saw that Michigan was the first school to have their. Um, official store uh say that they will sell player names and numbers on the back of shirts um which you've never you know you never during when tebow was there you couldn't get a 15 with tebow's name on it from the official licensed store and now all players on the football team will be eligible to have their shirts made with their names on it uh, for fans to buy families uh things like that so um and then proceeds will go directly to those players or you know um royalties i guess not proceeds royalties so it's going to be interesting to watch how that shakes out with the big programs. And I think some of the schools like Florida, um, where there's no income taxes, it might be interesting to see how that's taxed out. You know, certainly a benefit, right? Yeah. Good for recruiting, right? You'd think. Huge for recruiting. Huge. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that Mullen has been coached up on that by many accountants about how much extra value there could be um, in that in that situation. So 
Let's go around the horn. Matt, what do you got coming up this week? I saw you in action with a couple clients this week. It was very fun to watch. And uh, Matt leaned over to me after we were driving, after we met up with people, he says, aren't we lucky? Our job is just pretty cool, what we get to do. So uh, Matt, I'm not sure how your conversation with uh, the buyer from out of state and how your conversation with Bonnie went, but uh, hopefully you had some good follow-up from yesterday's activities. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, first of all, this morning, I, uh, the Florida Hope Foundation, which is our company's charitable arm, which I'm very proud to be on, on the board. We spent uh, four hours at a kid's place uh, in, Bra in Brandon this morning from 8.30 to one o'clock, um, basically volunteering at their summer camp. Uh, it's a residential treatment facility for kids who've been taken out of their homes or don't have homes. Uh, 60 kids. That's uh, a beautiful place, man. I, I, uh, it's, it's sad that happens to kids, but it's nice that there's places like this that help them and take care of them. They have five homes of 12 kids in each house. Uh, during the summer, they run a summer camp and it's a nonprofit. They have trouble coming up with uh, you know, money and food and such for, for especially the summertime because the kids do go to public schools. Uh, during the school year, but in the summer they don't. So we brought in uh, about $300 worth of Chick-fil-A for lunch, but we spent 8.30 to one o'clock just running around with the kids and having a grand old time. And I got put at the uh, line table. Now, I never knew you could do this. And I'm doing it with Sophia the first time she comes over. If you take shaving cream, Elmer's glue, and the the liquid that you, uh, the saline solution you use for your contact lenses and mix it all up in a bowl. It goes from goopy to sticky to this like stretchy stuff that doesn't stick on your hands. And I swear to God, I could not have had more fun with you know, <laughs> the kids that came through. It was just, we just had a ball. It was so much fun. Um, but you want to follow up on our very active real estate day yesterday. We are putting in an offer on the that home in Largo. Uh, nice. Uh, Chuck's very excited about possibly uh, trying to figure that one out. We are, I think, in a pretty good position. Uh, so we're going to get that one taken care of. And I also met with, uh, with uh, if you remember, Lana, her mom, who's thinking about mm -hmm. buying Bonnie's other house. I met with them for about two hours uh, this, this afternoon, late afternoon. So... Uh, We'll probably get their house listed here within the next week, maybe uh, a little less, and hopefully try to get them down closer to her daughter, uh, to their daughter, I should say. Um, I have a listing appointment on Wednesday. A big shout out to GLD up in uh, the Panhandle for that referral, and uh, and then another listing appointment on Saturday morning. So, uh, no, we are lucky, man. I mean, I said these exact words to to Carp. It really gets me mad that realtors are trying to blow this good thing that we have because we are so blessed to be able to do what we do. And when it's done right, it is so much fun. And I, I, I could not be any happier to do what I do for a living with the people I do it with. And um, it was fun having Carper on yesterday because I had never actually thought about it. Chuck asked me, how big is the... Uh, what do you think the dimensions of the master bedroom are? Cause we're showing him the thing on a, on FaceTime and carp 14 inch tiles, counted the tiles, did the math. Boom. We had a, 
we had a we had a number for him. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, so that was it was just a, a we're very lucky to do what we do, and I get to do it this week with people who I like a real lot. So I appreciate you asking, brother. Great, Mel. Todd, how about you, man? What's going on in the world of doors and hardware? Uh, yeah. Hey, so glad to hear what Mel has to say. Awesome. So super humble, super happy to spend this time with you guys. Um, heading to Valdosta on Wednesday. Um, I planned this trip six times. It's been canceled every time for various reasons. So I'm finally going down and uh, hitting South Georgia for the first time since, geez, February, March, 2020. So, wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Super excited. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, mainly, mainly, but uh, super happy to uh, talk to you guys. Um, humble and grateful to talk to uh, my son on Sunday, uh, go army. And we're in the dog days of summer. No more majors. Um, NBA is done tomorrow. No NHL. So we got a couple weeks of baseball to, to grind through. And then uh, hopefully football, well, football will kick in in the next couple weeks. So uh, looking forward to uh, getting there. So Bill, what's up? Well, I beg to differ that basketball NBA will not be over tomorrow. So I just want to point that out real quick. Well, well played. I, I technicality, yeah, that, but that's yes, okay. Gotcha. That's all right. I just wanted to correct that mistake. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's see. I'm on vacation this week, and uh, Cindy and I leave Wednesday mid morning for Kiowa Island, the Ocean Course. Nice. So we're uh, bringing 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 Ted with you. Uh, nope, Ted's Ted's going to go to his uh, favorite second favorite place besides with us, and that's the boarding kennel at our vet. That, that takes care of Ted. He loves it there. So he'll be uh, with a bunch of other dogs and buddies, but yeah, we didn't want to take a lot him. of play dates, right? Bill? A lot of play yeah. Dates. Yeah. So he'll, 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 he enjoys it. Um, and uh, Kevin has made the call that he said, dad, you know, I think we should play the ocean course twice. <laughs> and I said, Hey, that sounds that, 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 that'd be fun. I said, although every single person I've talked to who's played the ocean course has said, I'm done playing it once is enough. And he said, ah, they just, they're just not real golfers. I said, well, one of them was Rick Shaw. Are you golfer. playing 36 like back to back or two no, days? No, we're going to, we will have a, a Friday and a Saturday round at ocean course. Okay. Wow. Good. A good chance to go. Guys. And there's some, there is something kind of sweet to that. Right. Cause you know, you know that multiple holes, I will make a horrible mistake or just do, do something stupid. Yeah. You're like, Oh, and if I would have known that the water comes in right there, I would have a yeah. second. Yeah. Just a second try at a chip you screw up or, you know, or, or a fairway you missed completely. Um, so we'll see. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's, that's, uh, this weekend. Um, yeah. Uh, and tomorrow, uh, on the podcast, it's someone that everyone, but Todd knows and Todd might even know her name, but it's Sherry Chris. The CEO wow. of Better Homes and Garden, a really wonderful episode. Uh, she's, you know, um, at one point, it kind of gives it away for you guys, but I think you're okay with it. I, I bring up the fact about how locked down Canada was and, you know, the fact that the, the Blue Jays are playing in Buffalo. And she goes, yeah. And since you're talking Canadian sports, you know, my Montreal Canadians. And I went, oh, sh oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, she's over in Palm Beach. And I said, you know, I don't know if you know this, Sherry, but I'm calling you from where I live in St. Pete. And she goes, oh, Tampa. 
said, yeah. <laughs> and, and while I'm recording this episode, I'm watching the boat parade. I'm watching the Stanley Cup go up the Hillsborough River while I'm God, talking funny. to her. Yeah, so it's it's very fun. She's, she's, she's a, a, You know, do you know she has um, presented or, or talked at every Inman since 1999, and it started I think yeah. in '98. Yeah, she's yeah. she and Brad are tight. I asked that question. How do you and Brad? How do you connect? It's a great story. So, I think it's it's a really good. I'm I'm proud of that one. And uh, that's that's my that's my week. It's just going to be um, hanging out with with Kevin and Sarah and Cindy and um, going to Charleston for dinners. I think that's the plan. Kev's already lined up a few places. It's about a half hour drive, I think, from Kiowa over to Charleston. So that have be... you been to Charleston before? Yeah, uh, I have that beautiful city. Oh my God, that um, that waterfront where they have that battery, right? Where they uh, yeah, that's just a beautiful gorgeous. park. Yeah, so we're excited to to get over there and. So uh, hopefully the weather holds. I think that's always the key, right? <laughs> right now I've got message after message coming in from Kev. He just sent a video tour of all 18 holes of the ocean course. <laughs> so, so I'll be watching that tonight. <laughs> so. All right, Bill. So here's your challenge. Oh, no. Right? I want you to try and break 80 with your best ball for oh, both days. Man, I, there, there was a time in my life I would have said, yeah, let's, that's a piece of cake. I'm not right. going to say that right now. Think about that's that. A, that's, you know, you got to go. You, you know, you go double bogey on the first day. You got to make a par that second. You know. Yeah. Or we just, we had a, a tournament. I was in Phoenix called the Eclectic, and it was based on that. You played Saturday and Sunday, and you you took your best score. So if you had you know if you had birdied the whole the day before, there's not much you can do, right? But right. if you had a double, the pressure was on. Yeah, you had to get better, right? And you took your best score. So that's uh, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll uh. What's the over under on that? Let's go around the room. What's the over under on my best score from the two days? We'll be playing the forward tees as much as Kevin doesn't want to. We'll be playing whatever the white tees are. You know that that kind of. Uh, I'll say 80, I should be playing. I'll, best play. Eight, <laughs> now, now, are you picking up after six or you, like after double no. or? Oh no no no! I'll play out every hole. I'll play uh, it 80, out. I'll say eighty-five and a half. Mm. That's a decent number, because yeah. My goal would be to break 90 at the ocean course. Yeah, that's the goal. It's just to break 90 on one round, right? Right. I don't think I can do much better than that. If I, that'd be a really good day. Anthony, what's, half, what's your over under for the, for the best of both days? 87. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll keep you in the loop. You'll know what I shoot the first day and what I, <laughs> I might even send you a picture of the scorecard so you can see what, what holes matter. Uh, no, if you, if you putt like you putted last Sunday before you left, uh, you'll, you'll score pretty well. And here's, a, here's a better, here's with maybe a better one for you to think about, Bill. Uh, I'll, I'll say over under on pars made nine and a half for two days. Yeah. Wow. I'll take the over. over. I'll go over. It, it, you can make more pars than, than 10? Um, in 36 holes, can I get 10 pars? Yeah. I would, I would, I would I I'll I say yes. That. Yeah. I'm going with yes. yes. Now, if I was playing PGA Championship tours, the tees, the over/under would be three, right? But, <laughs> yeah, because but greens and regulation but, would be almost zero. Yeah, yeah but being 1,500 yards ahead of them, I feel, I feel like yeah, I, I can get. I feel like I can get ten, but you know, we'll see. It's going to be. I, I'm rooting for you, man. I hope you. I hope yeah. you get 20 pars. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it'd be great. But, I, I think Kevin's going to beat me both days, though. He's uh He's playing really well. His short game can be, bite him a little bit, but boy, he's he's uh, he had his irons reshafted. 
today he told me, and he, you know, he was hitting a seven iron about 195. <laughs> and I said, I said, Kev, that's great. I go, how about you, in the, instead of trying to hit that seven iron 195, you pull out the six iron and you just punch a nice low shot that kind of runs up onto the green. And he said, <laughs> and he, said he said, he was, he said, flat out said, I'll listen to my caddy. I said, perfect. Cause I'm not going to give you one piece of advice, but hopefully the caddy will, you know, see, you know how they work, Anthony, right? They see your swing for a little while and, they, they, and then they go, here's, they just hand you a club and you hit it because mm -hmm. they know what you're going to do. You know, I think that's the best feeling ever. He goes, just take this uh -huh. fiber and trust me. Okay, I'll, I'll do what you tell me. <laughs> and reading putts, they're just invaluable. <clears throat> so for sure. Cool. Sean? Yep. Hey guys, I got, I got a home week this week, um, gearing up for a lot of travel over the next few months. Um, so I'm home, got a closing tomorrow. Um, and then Thursday, uh, tomorrow and Wednesday uh, closings. And then I have a possible listing presentation that would be two listings and a purchase. Um, this week. And so uh, we'll get back at it with lost lyrics on Friday. And then uh, this weekend, um, hopefully uh, get out on the golf course and, and get some nice divots that don't explode in sand in my face. Uh, like, like the last couple of days, get a nice divot that actually flies up in one piece. And, uh, and what are those? Fast, I've never seen those before. <laughs> some fast screens. Yeah. So um, Hey guys, great chat with you again on behalf of Anthony, Todd and Bill. I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the stare down.